0: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Today is going to be such a wonderful time together. I'm Jennifer Jackson. You are listening to Simply for Women, and we are going to talk about Father God. Father God has a heart for you. I don't know if you realize how much He truly loves you. He wants to be with you, and He is more than enough. You know, we fall short. Things in life hit us. Things in life are hard, and God is the answer. He's your daddy. He wants to show you how valuable and how precious you are to him. You know, you see things happening. I was reading, I have a friend that works for the shy fund. We helped her at Christmas time with all the Christian refugees that have fled Iraq. Do you all remember that? Anyway, she's a friend of mine and she gives me these updates. And she said, Jennifer, do you realize that modern day Nineveh is Mosul? It's Mosul, Iraq. That's modern-day Nineveh. Do you realize that ISIS has destroyed the tombs of Jonah who went to Nineveh, destroyed the tomb of Daniel, and now even this past five days they're threatening to destroy the tomb of our prophet Nahum. Have you ever read the book of Nahum? It's so relevant. Amazing to me. Christians and Jews in Iraq for over 2500 years have protected the tomb of Nahum and they're threatening to destroy it and i just i see these things happening you hear of these dark things and we say god we need you and that's what he wants that's what he's waiting come to me i have the guidance come to me i want to direct you i want to lead you i'm wise i'm strong i'll show you come to me i'm your papa i'm your daddy so that's what we're going to do next tomorrow night at four so anyway i thought about a child you, you, imagine this when you think about the world if you had a child and they're in their daddy's arms and they're snuggled up and they have those little chubby arms around his neck you know but you might be in a crowd of people or you're trying to get through a parking lot you know, everything's chaos all around, but here you have, you see these kids and their dad's carrying them. I used to fake it, so my, pretend I was asleep so my dad would have to carry me in. Do you guys ever do that? Like, uh, I'm pretending I'm asleep. And so, but you know, they put those chubby arms around that neck. They put that head on their daddy's shoulder. And what are they? They are safe and they are secure and they are loved. That's our dad. That's your dad. That's your father. And that's what he wants. And so when we look at the chaos all around us, just imagine that. And when you see a little kid, you know, after red, white, and boom, hanging under their dad, just picture that in your mind. That's our dad. So how does this happen, Jennifer? You said it's a transaction. You have to believe it. At some point, you have to have faith. If you're going to believe in salvation, that Jesus died on the cross for you, you had to have faith for that, right? To be baptized in water or baptized in the Holy Spirit. You have to have faith for those things. We also have to have faith and believe that God is our Father. It says in John one twelve. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. God children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. You think about those three kinds of dads. At some point, God says, no, 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 you're born of me whatever that was, good or bad, you're mine and I'm yours. Isaiah 63, 16. But you are our Father. Oh, Lord, you are my Father. You are my Father. When you make that exchange, your identity in who you are grows because you're God's kid. He helps you see your identity. That's a benefit of this. When I became George Jackson's daughter-in-law... I remember a uh, brand new daughter-in-law sitting on the edge of the bed one night we were all talking and, and he said you know you can call me dad and then he said you are so tall stand up <laughs> I'm like, well I know and so I stood up and George Jackson said to me that's a good thing it's good you're tall God made you that way stand tall And I thought, oh, okay, my dad said that. You know, my father-in-law said that. And it put a confidence in me. And I just tell you that because when you receive God as your dad, it puts who you are. Stand up. You're one of mine. Be counted. Hold your head high. Don't be ashamed of me. I'm your dad. You remember, you know, little kids, they say, my daddy's bigger than your daddy. My dad's my daddy. Well, think of what all your daddy can do. Stand Stand up and be proud that God is your father. And so then we just want to enjoy him. That's the next, that's the great part of all of it. We just enjoy God as our dad. He's your papa. Abba. Mark 14, 36. When you look at the relationship Jesus had to the Father, they were so close. He understood everything. Abba, Father, Jesus said, everything is possible for you. Everything. Jesus had such a confidence. And what God would do. Why do we doubt God? My nephew Sam, he loves God. He's a really smart fifth grader. I love my nephew Sam, maybe because I raise boys. But we went to the ocean this summer. And we were swimming in the ocean. And we swam for hours. And we're just in the waves, enjoying each other. And we talk about God. And that's what Sam likes to talk about. So we were talking about God, talking about God. And this is what Sam said to me. Oh, there we are. (laughs) Isn't he cute and so uh, sam said to me he said aunt jenny you know what we're swimming in god's fish tank <laughs> he said this is god's aquarium and we're swimming in it he got stung by jellyfish that day but uh, i thought you're right sam you know we're just enjoying each other and we're just enjoying god in all of his abundance when i was seven i used to just enjoy god we had a farmer I don't have a picture of this too bad, but behind our house in Kentucky were literally hundreds of acres of rolling hills that a farmer owned this land. And we had five little tiny ranch houses, was my neighborhood. And the farmer told our parents, the kids can play on the farm. It's okay with me. What a gift to us. So we played on this farm, and I had a little miniature suitcase. And in my suitcase, I was seven, I had watercolors and craft supplies. And I would go out on the farm by myself, and I would smush down the wheat, and make like a circle, and I would get in there and kind of hide. And so when I looked up, all I could see was wheat and then blue sky and clouds. And I would paint pictures for God, and I would show them to Him. <laughs> I'd hold them up to the sky, like a kid, you know, they give their mom their picture to put on the refrigerator. I, I was just showing God my my artwork. <laughs> That's what He wants. You know, he says to come like a child. And I think, you know, we lose that sometimes as we get older (laughs) and we forget. But I just was enjoying God as my father. It says in Matthew 6, Jesus taught us how to pray. Matthew 6, 9 to 14, you all know it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. You know, what I did that really revolutionized my life, I took some time. This has been years ago but i took a lot of time and i every morning for at least a year i woke up and said i'm going to choose to say the lord's prayer and so i woke up and i said our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name and then i stopped and i i would put my hands in the air and i said god i thank you that you are my daddy i thank you that you love me that i am precious to you and that you are wise you are a wise strong good daddy and I did that every morning. I still do that a lot. I'll, I'll watch the sunrise come up. You know, the sun has come up every day of your life. You can depend on God. He's very consistent. He will never walk out on you. God will never leave you. You know, we know tomorrow morning the sun's going to come up. So there's nothing better than sitting with the sunrise and saying, God, I thank you for your faithfulness. That's who you are. It's in his nature. He's so faithful. Well that's what I do. Uh sometimes I read him psalms. Have you tried that? I just it's a way to make a memory with God. It's an experience with him. I just read him the psalms. I'm sure he knows them. But I'm just reading them to him. <laughs> Another thing I do to make a memory with God is I say, God, sun came up, I yield. It's a good one. It's hard sometimes. I yield to you, my dad. You're my dad. What's your plan? Not what's my plan. What's your direction? What What do you want to do today? You're the wise father. And so I yield. Whatever's going on, I just... I don't know how else to say it, but I just say, God, I yield to you. When... If you had the category number two and your earthly father was in category number two... That's the hardest thing, to say, God, I yield to you. And this is why. Because if I couldn't trust my earthly dad, how can I trust a heavenly dad, you know? And if I can't trust my heavenly father, I can't trust his systems of authority and his standards in my life. And that's where we get off track. So if you go back and you root that out and you say, God, you know what? This was the deal with my earthly father. But I'm going to choose to trust you, even though I never trusted an earthly father. I trust you, and I can choose to do that, and I yield to you. I yield to your standards. I yield to your plan. I yield to your word. So, okay, the benefits. We're almost finished. You have a home in heaven. That's a great benefit of God as your dad, not something to take lightly. Security, identity, but what's the litmus test How do you really know that you've made the transaction? How do you know that you know? You want to serve him. That's your litmus test. You want to please the father. You know, uh, you think about children and can I get you something? You know, and kids that when they're they're in the right place, they want to help. Even sometimes their help is a mess, right? But they want to help. They want to do. That's your litmus test. You say, God, I want to serve you today. Show me the world around me as you see it and help me. Help me to serve you. So do you want to believe and make a memory with God? Do you want to believe that he's your dad? I I gave you a letter in your bulletin. So don't throw your bulletin away. It's a letter to take home and read. That's from your heavenly father. When you get home, you can read that. But I thought tonight we would say a prayer together. So if we'll all stand. Let's say this together. Dear Father, my Daddy, Papa, I want to say you are wise, you are strong, and you are mine. I welcome you into my life as my Father God. Show me how to live because I want to honor you. I need you. You are holy, awesome in power. You are my refuge, shield, provider, creator, and sustainer. In Jesus' name,